They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 11 of Soul Food titled The Best Stories. So in this episode, we're going to cover the whispering of the nafs. We'll also talk about the patience of the prophets, upon them all be peace. And then finally, the stories of the righteous. So we're continuing to look at this book, Al-Aqiyatul Haniyyah, the blissful gift, which has these beautiful counsels and reminders by Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan Al-Attas. And in the next council, he really tells us and he connects it back to what we talked about in the previous episode of being committed to good even when people oppose you. So he says, beware of becoming angry and of your nefs saying to you, how can you struggle to benefit people when they show you such atrocious disrespect and they're ungrateful when they're treated favorably by you? And they dispute against you so hideously. So let's say, for example, you're being good to people and you want what's best for them as part of your duty and your servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you do that and people oppose you and they're ungrateful, then the whisperings of the nafs become a danger. And a person might say to themselves, you know, I'm trying to be good to others and look at how bad they are to me. The author says, know that these actions, this ungratefulness and this opposition that people tend to show those who are actually coming to benefit them. He said that these actions stem from the human being's natural disposition, even in their dealings with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he is the one who created and provides for them. So human beings are ungrateful towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who gave them every benefit and every blessing that they have. So if you're trying to benefit people and their response to you is that they're ungrateful and they oppose you, then you shouldn't be surprised because human beings even do that towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, but it's natural that the nafs might say that. So you have to be aware that the nafs might try to go that route and start to feel a sense of entitlement and start to feel that people owe you something because you want what's best for them, but then you have to direct it and guide it properly. And when you're doing something for Allah, people's responses shouldn't matter, both positive and negative. That if you're doing something and you know deep down in your heart that if this is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if Allah accepts this from you and you have that good deed with Allah, then no matter what people say, they can't take that away from you. And even if people praise you and think that you're great, but that deed is not accepted by Allah, 
then their praise amounts to nothing. So you have to be careful when you want good for them and then their response goes against what it should be. So you have to be careful of that sense of entitlement and that assumption that people owe you something because you're trying to benefit them. We're doing this, we're committed to this path of goodness because that's what Allah and His Messenger have told us to do. And that's the way that they have told us to be. So when you're sincere, you're going to find, especially when you're sincere actually, that you're going to find that people are not always going to be appreciative and that they might even be critical or oppose you and they might even try to harm you. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for afia. We ask Allah for protection. And if people oppose you and the person who's opposing you or the person who is trying to give you feedback is someone who's a person of knowledge and wisdom and they're actually trying to guide you or inform you about something that you might be doing wrong, then you should take that into consideration so that you can improve. And the way that you can assess that is, does this impact my connection to and relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If the answer is yes, then you should give that person the attention and listen to what they're saying. But if it's someone who's essentially just hating and someone who is envious or someone who's trying to deter you from good, then don't be swayed by that. Don't be phased by the fact that someone is trying to knock you off the path of goodness. So, and then the author says, and don't be surprised because that's the way that they interact with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And look at what the prophets and messengers upon them all be peace, look at what they went through with their people. Look at the tests that they faced in the way that they were treated by others. So that brings us to the next point, the patience of the prophets The author says, contemplate and reflect on what the prophets were tested with. And if you look at every story of the prophets and messengers in the Quran, they were all shown opposition. That people did terrible things in response to the most beloved of Allah's creation, the prophets and messengers. And in the story of Prophet Nuh which really shows us the determination and the willingness to continue on in the face of terrible opposition and how that determination and that patience was rooted in trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who rewards and the only one who can accept or reject a good deed. And that all other creation, their opinions, if they're stemming from their own selves, from their own nufus, their opinions don't matter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, so Sayyidina Nuh, Prophet Nuh السلام, the way that he spoke to his people is amazing because it shows that he was one of the prophets of great resolve 
and that he trusted in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He had complete trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, O oh my people, if my presence and my reminders to you of Allah's signs are unbearable to you because they opposed him, he says, then I have put my trust in Allah. So devise a plot along with your associate gods, the gods that you believe in, devise a plot against me. And you don't have to be secretive about it. Then carry that plot out against me without delay. In other words, Prophet Nuh is showing the degree of his trust in Allah. He's saying, do your worst. And I know that you're opposing me and that I've done everything that my Lord has commanded me to do in terms of conveying to you and trying to make guidance come to you. And you're continuously opposing me and you're rejecting that. So do your worst because I have put my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the beloved prophets and messengers, yet that's how their people treated them. So when you're trying to do something good, then you remember their stories and what they went through. And the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, he struggled with his people so much. And he went through so much difficulty in Mecca for 13 years of people being tortured and people even their lives being taken and a band that was set up against his clan, Banu Hashim, and so forth. And even after migrating to Medina, the disbelievers continued to follow him and cause trouble. And in Medina, he then had to face a new set of challenges with the hypocrites. So these stories of the prophets and messengers, they actually help us make sense of our own lives and our own challenges and the opposition we might face when we're committed to the spiritual path. So that brings us to the final point, the stories of the righteous. So then the author says to contemplate in addition to the stories of the prophets and the messengers, to also contemplate the stories and the events that occurred in the lives of the companions. With Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu after the prophet and all of those who followed the successive generations to our day today, to our present time. It's important to study these stories and to study the stories of the prophets and the righteous people who came after them because stories are powerful. And if you look in the world, stories are used for both good and bad. That people will use these narratives to try to get something across to you oftentimes without you even realizing that that's what's being conveyed. And the Qur'an is full of stories. And the stories in the Qur'an are the best of stories. And the reason that they're so powerful as a learning tool is that we put ourselves naturally in the situations that we're reading about or hearing about in the stories. So when we're able to remember the stories of the prophets, the messengers, the righteous, we always have something we can use to compare with about what we're going through. If it's a difficulty or a particular challenge or a situation that you're not really sure how to deal with, when you remember the stories of the prophets and the messengers and the righteous, you have something to compare it to. And then you know how to get yourself on the right track and you have a sense of what the right response and the right direction is for you. 
And then the author finally says, truly all of them, all of these stories are examples and role models for you, the individuals, the prophets, the messengers, the righteous. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, indeed, in the messenger of Allah, you have an excellent example for whoever has hope in Allah in the last day and remembers Allah often. So we need these examples. We need these role models to make sense of the things that we go through and to have this whole repository of wisdom and guidance and people who've lived up to these values and principles so that when we're faced with something that confuses us, we know how to respond and we know who we're connected to, all of the righteous believers and the prophets and the messengers who are all connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that brings us to the call to action. Choose a story of one of the prophets in the Qur'an and read the translation and try to put yourself in that situation and see how it relates to your life experiences. It might be the story of Prophet Yusuf alayhi salam and all of the challenges he went through until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought everything full circle. Or Prophet Musa alayhi salam in the face of the arrogant Pharaoh and all of the things that he went through. Or Prophet Ibrahim. Find one of these stories in the Qur'an and read the translation and read the explanation and really think deeply about it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us people of knowledge and wisdom and that Allah connects us to all of his righteous and beloved prophets and messengers and righteous servants throughout the times and throughout the ages and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala benefits us through them and benefits us by the guidance that they embodied and their stories. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.